Today I'm reading Move Fast and Break Things by Jonathan Taplin. And I'm going to read a, a section of the book. The, the, just before I get into it, though, uh, the book is basically in a nutshell. It's about how Google, Amazon, Facebook, how they basically kind of ruined democracy in a lot of different ways that most people don't even realize. Um, and, you know, I, I'm in tech. I, I have my own app called Co. It helps athletes um, get answers to their injury questions. So I'm in the tech world, so it's, it's, it's even more interesting for me. But I actually um, kind of wanted to challenge some thoughts. Uh, it, this really made me kind of reflect and realize that, you know, maybe we're not as uh, good with technology as we might think we are. So what is said is this. The second question we need to ask is posed by the economist Robert Gordon in his book, The Rise and Fall of American Growth. Gordon argues that the hype around the technology revolution is overdone and the digital services are less important to productivity than any one of the five great inventions that drove economic growth before 1970. Electricity, urban sanita sanitation, chemicals, and pharmaceuticals, the internal combustion engine, and telecommunications. Yes, it's nice to have a phone but and a computer and a computer in your pocket, but has it really changed the the world the way the inventions of Alexander Graham Bell, Thomas Edison, and Henry Ford did? I never really thought of it that way. Like I I don't even really have a you know, a strong opinion either way. I just wanted to throw it out to you guys to really uh just to get you thinking, just to get your mind kind of thinking about that. Um, is technology really changing our lives the way we think it is? Like in, in a positive productivity, uh, uh, from a productivity standpoint? Because yes, it's definitely changing our lives. Social media, these things are definitely changing our lives. But a lot of it is actually just wasting time. And I was telling, I don't remember who I was talking to about this, but we were talking about how everyone has an opinion about something. And I was saying this, if you think about it, Today, we have more free time than any human civilization has ever had in the history of humans. It's like, it's, it's, it's guaranteed. Like, you, you go back to the hunter-gatherer days, like, people weren't just sitting around, like, on Twitter. Like, that just wasn't a thing. Like, you had to be hunting for food. You had to spend most of your time trying to get food so you had energy to continue living and to fight off threats. Um, that's just not the case today. So because we have time to just lounge and do nothing, if we want to, we have time to have opinions. And this is a big reason why, uh, I don't have super strong opinions about uh, a lot of things that people tend to these days with like politics and all this stuff. Everyone has an opinion. And I'm like, I don't honestly, I don't have the time to have an opinion. Like I got stuff to do. Um, but specifically with the technology question, I think it's just something you got to reflect all the time. And just remember that a lot of these things, Google, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, all these different things, they are designed to take up your time. Your time is your life. And if you're spending your life on these products, that means you're giving something else up and you're not really truly evaluating the opportunity cost. So you got to use them. This is what I always say. You have to be able, as you know, this came from actually, uh, I, start, I, I read this in um, Outwitting the Devil, 
uh, by Napoleon Hill. He said, you have to be able to get the cheese off of the trap without getting caught in the trap. Because the cheese is delicious. So you got to do that with social media. You got to get the cheese because there's some good things about social media. Get that cheese, but do not get caught in the trap because you get caught in the trap, that's game over.